0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: BlogTalk.com. Check us out on iTunes. Check us out on iHeartRadio, y'all. She gave us (laughs) life, but you know what she did, T? She made me realize Uh uh, that I miss good music.
0: Mm -hmm. like music from back
1: in the day was different like you really felt it and I can't wait for 410 Hazy to come in here and press his one because I got some Mm -hmm. music questions for him but I don't know if it's because back in the day they had live bands Mm -hmm. and now everything is so digital so I don't know if that takes away from what we're feeling but I do know because we're going to have E.P. Pope who is a, a producer. We're going to have him in the chat room very soon, and he is he is actually the game's live band. Uh, he goes on mm-hmm. tour with the game, and he had posted a, um, he put up a live of, of, of practice, of their, you know, mm-hmm. their practice time, and he had a live band in there, and somebody was rapping. We couldn't see who the person was that was doing the rapping, but we just saw him, and it was like it was a different feel. It was a different feel of the music, but when Miss Bunny mm-hmm. came on yesterday, I just felt like I missed that kind of music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have music mm-hmm. now, but we don't have none that really—it doesn't scratch your soul. Right. That's so true, Lee. You know, hubby and I—we heard a song yesterday that was like at the beginning. At the it was one of the. Songs that was literally the birth of hip-hop. And even no matter what type of genre, no matter, no matter what type of song you hear from that era, it just brings back such memories, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, oh, my God, you don't hear that these days. And it was good hip-hop, you know? It wasn't some of the things that you hear today. And once you hear it, the lyrics start coming back. You may not know all mm-hmm. it, but the lyrics start coming back. The, the dance, the feeling, and music is a feel-good thing, you know? And I almost Absolutely. hesitated with, with busting out that last, that last <laughs> high note. I was asking these no, no joke. I was gonna, I was feeling a song not too long ago, and I was said, hubby I was gonna sing it to him. You know, he gave me the side, all right. You know, he gave me the side. Listen, <laughs> like, I don't know about that, babe. I don't know about that. Listen, hey, it's but our show, it and we music. can sing. You, feel it's it. our show, and we can do what we want. Why? Because that's our business. <laughs> So I almost hesitated hitting that hard note, girl. Shout out to everybody that's going to be listening to this replay. Y'all, our replays have been off the charts. They are bananas. We appreciate you guys. Like, seriously, our replays are crazy. And it's just like more countries. And, I mean, we appreciate you guys so much for just supporting us and, and and the things that we do. But y'all know me and mm-hmm. T always get up in here and we get to chit-chatting <laughs> and we forget to open up the show. <laughs> I know, right? I know, Leisha. It's like we haven't done this before. How many? Just six years ago. We haven't, you know, it's not like we don't know what to do. So once again, my name is Tony, and we are joined by the one and only best partner in the biz. That's Miss Leisha. And we welcome everybody that is tuning in. And like we said, our playback, our replay is off the chart. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We so appreciate it. But for those that are just joining us this evening, get ready for another great show on TAC. But just to let you guys know, what Alicia and I do here on Let's Chat. Now, Alicia and I started off as as you know readers. You know we are we you know we could say it now, Alicia. We are bougie readers. You know we take everything in consideration when it comes to a book. It's the title, the 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 synopsis. You know, so we are book snobs. If you want to. Put it that way and and we embrace mm-hmm. it now we used to we used to hide behind it, but we don't now, but we used to celebrate literature, but not we do more than literature leads. we do so much more we um celebrate the dopeness of the art and mm-hmm. span from so many areas in life, you know we have a a a a mix of guests tonight, we have musical guests, we have artists, we have publishers, so we just love celebrating the dopeness of of it and we do it in the only way nisha and i know how which is the royal way no matter what it may be now our show allows our guests as well as our, our listening audience to just interact in the fun intimate and friendly environment we get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do we get to hear why they do what they do and how they got started because you never know who may be listening that may just need that nudge Leisha, and they need that nudge and they can hear it on our show And it will prompt them to to expand their dreams, to go after their dreams. So we want you guys to sit back and enjoy it. And, um, you know, take out your pen because we never know when jewels may be dropped here on Let's Chat. And with that being said, our archives are so full and so rich with so many guests with so many jewels that have been dropped. Anything that can be related to the arts, they have been through the doors of Let's Chat So make sure you check those out, and welcome once again to iHeartRadio. Yes, the ladies of Let's Chat can be found on iHeartRadio. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media sites, and get ready for another great show. And once again, welcome to this Friday night of Let's Chat absolutely absolutely we want to start this off by saying shout out to cyrus red he has so many great things going on we are so proud of him we cannot wait for him to come into the chat room tap the top of 2020 and talk that talk with us um Mm -hmm. if you don't know he is a uh, amazon top reviewer he is not only just a radio show host and now a tv host Uh, But he is also an author as well. And so we're excited for him. He always supports us. He always encourages us. And so we're proud of him over here at Let's Chat. We want you guys to make Uh sure on Sundays, one Sunday a month, maybe two, we are going to be doing Let's Chat Live. Let's Chat Live will be full in effect uh, in 2020 on a consistent, more consistent basis, but We had our first one last Sunday. Make sure you um, check out our YouTube page because everything, I put it up on our YouTube page as well. Um, But our next guest is going to be Black Top. He is going to be on Let's Chat Live. And I'm excited. He is excited. We love Top. We love when he Mm -hmm. comes in here. I appreciate Faith because every time we ask, she always makes sure it happens. And so I, I thank her for that. We're going to uh-huh. take a brief break and then we will be back with Fortin Hazy.
2: through a lot of shit, couldn't die in but I died politics, I'm from where poverty get turned into robbery, for a dollar niggas are feed you 40, make you swallow it, my partner's all athletes, they was chasing scholarships, I was watching Newton Dame, stack a thousand dollars quick, Snoop talking game, I used to soak it up and swallow with them, streets is where we learned that, them corners was psychologists. Like colleges, young nigga big Strap. Learn. Say game over, Bow harder like MJ, fast break, lane open, watching for the task forces. I ain't trying to see the pin, going half on the sack, sipping on some seagulls gin. Too high wow, so them old heads wouldn't let me eat with them They don't want to see me now, they don't want to see me then Being fly with second nature, the money complimented that Had swag before the bag, now I got a bigger sack Lost partners game banging, so I'm trying to get a sack That's why I keep that 40 close by whenever I... I serve it to a third of these niggas' bracks. Plotting to trick me off the street, scheming to send a nigga back. Bow hard, remain humble. Too many in the game fumble. Now they doing football numbers in their concrete jungle. Streets like a circus now. Neighborhood full of clowns. Lost trying to find a way to bring the next nigga down. Chop a whole 50 rounds. Pork a hater, sit them down. Silence on the barrel so of boy make a different sound. My young niggas starving, they'll murky for by 20 pounds. A quarter brick extra, get you buried in a different sound. With them goons, affiliated with goblins. Money talk like Chris Love. I promise you don't want these problems. So my soul for a dollar bill. Stress is so I'm popping pills. Really ain't the type to rob a nigga. But my partner's is money is the motivation. Only thing I move for. Crap doing numbers. I'm trying to figure out how to move more. Devil for the summer, you know the pillarsy. It's the rule bro Team full of damn fools. It's gonna let them do Broke that Cubs died and left me with a bruised soul. Hard cold like two below, i probably die moving slow. Far this this rock music go, I'm slowly but slowly losing hope. I'm solely but solely losing hope. I ain't seen a dime out of rap, that shit ain't adding up. Writers block got me with anxiety, mad as fuck, like Ali in that last bout. My hooks ain't coming fast enough, so I'm putting that clock on the block until the bag
1: is up. This call is from a federal prison.
3: Street nigga. Yeah. I never once took a day off. How the line, I spit it if they fro like I'm stay off. Ball head, thin mustache like I was eight off. With a fitted KC cap, twisted to make the K cough. South side of Fort Worth, I say that with my chest out. Cause I ain't never rep for no flag or ex no set out. Cause I don't want no smoke, but ain't no needin' grittin' on me. I do come with a gas mask for those of y'all that didn't know me. Pump look, seems like I can't get over the rough fast Fool with these pins, but these pins is where I'm stuck at. My luck bad, my oldest daughter Chelsea be like fuck that. Nothing hurts a man more than knowing what he sucks at. Well, Cocaine, well. I used to put them bricks back together for you. 30 years, twisted black. Them bricks wasn't ever for you. Now I got a different story. I be giving God the glory. Still take it out of niggas' ass like a suppository. Hey, man, don't nobody panic because I said that. I've been in mine for 13 calendars. Where your bed at? Lay in it. This is my business, so why is they in it? You don't want my world because you couldn't survive a day in it. And you don't know the feeling like you done done the killing on your very own mother without a sister or a brother. Your wife, she got a lover. Your kids ain't discovered that they dad done broke bad. And Pat and sailors rubber. You don't know what it's like to be on 23 and 1. You prefer the situation versus being in population. And you don't need protection. You just hating your reflection. Cause the man that standing back just has so many imperfections. So miss me with that talk about how you don't believe in God. I don't even debate it. When that stated, I just leave it by. Cause ain't nobody but him could that. Never gave me even now uh, I'm about to leave prison, and I ain't think that I see you guys. In 2033, he folk tried to murder me. Yeah. Isaiah 55 said they had clap even the murder trees That just means I'm coming home, and even though I feel alone, I'm not. Y'all gonna help me out until I can walk on my own. Send a shout to Oof and let me come invent the truth. Did this in my cell, small as a coop. This is not a boo. Can't nobody touch me, I got a gift and I ain't asked for it. Once the mic ignites, I just light up like a dashboard. Fort Worth, I love y'all. D-Town, the same thing. Niggas that testified on Twisted Black, you know it's bang bang. I said I wouldn't fly shots. Oof is like, why not? These rap niggas, please don't let me catch you around my block. Cause I need a verse just to help me get some relevance. Couple colors, couple numbers, these puppies think they better us. That's just the game, so I complied and took my medicine. Y'all might have the biggest is, but I'm the only elephant. Yes, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. All right, all right, all right,
1: We are back, we are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time and let me just tell y'all all the time. She is my left. <laughs> the fantabulous Miss Tony. Yes, y'all, she is my left. We played, uh, if y'all are just tuning in, we are still on Cloud Nine from the fabulous Bunny DeBarge in here on last night. Make sure y'all head over to our archives and check out that fabulous interview. She made us realize that we really, really missed music real music from back in the day that just made your heart sing and it scratched your mm-hmm. soul just by the beat it was just we miss good music and so we're going to be playing the barge for the next 30 days i'm sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> don't be sorry me. don't be sorry it's good music no matter what so i'm i'm hoping our listening audience is enjoying it as much as we are Absolutely. And that last song was um, by Twisted Black and Oof. Like, I don't know what the song is, child. (laughs) David and Goliath. That's on his new soundtrack that's going to drop. Bought sense for his book that's getting ready to drop in October. So we appreciate him for allowing us to play his music and be part of his project. Mm -hmm. We have our first fabulous guest. We got some musical questions for him. So I hope he's ready. (laughs) <laughs> 410 <laughs> Hazy, welcome to the chat room
4: What's high, man? what's good Well
1: hello 410, thanks for
4: joining us this evening uh, no, nah, not a problem, what's good, what's your, how y'all doing
1: We are good, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. good Okay, so for all of those who are not familiar with you Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your musical journey
4: all right, well I'm 410 Hazy. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I'm twenty seven. Um, I've been doing music probably since I was officially since I was like sixteen. I started rapping when I was nine. I signed my first independent deal when I was about eleven. That label sucked, but that's another story for another time. Um <laughs> I've been in that um I got about two mixtapes out. I'm working on my album now. You can find the mixtapes on That Piss, SoundCloud. Um, you can follow me at 410Hazy, which is at 410 H A Z E Y. That's all my social medias all across the board, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all that. That's that brand. Yeah. That's right.
1: You better brand across the wall, across the line. That's right. We love it. We love it. Now, when you decided from the time that you stepped into the music industry to now, what have you learned about yourself as an artist and as a man?
4: As an artist, I've grown a lot. I used to do I used to do boom bap, but now I do like real vibey music. And from there, from the vibey music, I started doing anthem music. So I'm I'm trying to like uplift people now and as uh-huh. a man um i had some janky deals I, like i said the first deal that i signed i just signed it i didn't know what i was reading and i couldn't put out no albums oh all i had to do was write never again never in my life
1: oh that was real janky how did that work out okay now we got to get nosy how did that work out how did you, <laughs> how did you sign a deal but you <laughs> You put putting out no music
4: because in the contract it said you are not able to put out any albums you can put out mixtapes but your job is to solely write for the ceo of this label i'm not going to name drop because i ain't going to put oh, them out there
1: but. so you was a, just a, they was like you just a writer we just want they just want your pen
4: right and i'm like yo never again never will i ever Child, that's
1: a mess. Wow. Yes. So you're in the music industry now. You have your mistapes out. You're moving differently. How has the sound of music? Because you've changed the, your different sounds over the years. For you, how has music changed sound-wise over the years? For you,
4: over the years for me, um, it went from it went from being lyrical. To being more of a like a feel good type of music,
0: mm-hmm. and to
4: being like a more like conscious type. So, like I said, I'm real versatile. So I do mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. At first, I was just doing like one sub genre of hip hop, but now I try to dip and dab into everything.
1: Mm. Absolutely! Wow. <laughs> now we had Bunny the Barge on last night, and she she just made us realize how much we missed Good music, um, but my question is because I want you to I want to put on your your writer slash musician slash engineer hat for a minute. When we listen to music from back in the day, is it the fact that it was a live bands that made us feel it more? And now in this day and time with the digital, it drowns everything out. Is that where we're seeing the disconnect in music nowadays?
4: Yes and no, because I don't I don't know if I agree with you saying that it drowns everything out. Because when let's say let's say I record a track, if I have mm-hmm. the track out for the for the instrumental, then I uh-huh. can I can adapt the bass to make you feel the bass more, or I can bring out like the saxophone to make you feel the ambience of the saxophone more. So you can like like I said, you can change certain things to make the listener feel the beat more or feel the words more. So I wouldn't say that it's like drowning everything out. But back in the day, they didn't have that. So they had the live barrels, the live bands. So you just, you felt them more because you were like, oh, like he really playing that. Like, I like the way you playing that and things of that nature. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, 410 Hazy, this is Tony. Now, first of all, should we call you 410 or 410 Hazy before I get into I wanna make so sure you can and a name up. We can say a name up. You going have to 10. get us right.
4: <laughs> you can say four ten. You could just shorten it. A lot of people do that.
1: Okay. All right, four ten. This is Tony. It's <laughs> just one way, just God, Tony. God, Tony. God, Tony. God, but I wanna You mentioned one thing about instrumental. You know, um Lisa and I we started off the show talking about music we from back in the day and back in the day you used to get a lot of instrumental music, and and it just kind of brought that back to me when you mentioned that. But you say you started rapping at nine years old, and um, hip-hop was different back then. So who were your, what was your, who or what was your inspiration to get you to start rapping at nine years old and then signing something just two years later at 11?
4: Well, I grew up listening to Like my whole household all my cousins and everything, all they listened to was Bone Thugs and Harmony. So that's all I've heard Mm. through my household. And my favorite album from them would be East Ninety Nine. Best album ever. Mm -hmm. Um so that besides them it was of course the Pac, the Biggie, the Craig Matt. But Mm -hmm. what really like honed me and what really, like, made me grab an interest was pop. Oh.
1: I think you and a whole lot of others. But so how do you compare hip-hop today than, than back in the day? Do you feel that it has um, evolved in the best direction? What is your take on that?
4: Um, It evolved for the better and the worse. It evolved for the better because it, it helped adapt to more of the younger generation but it mm-hmm. changed because these labels nowadays all they are looking at is numbers they're not looking at like raw talent they're like okay you have 50,000 followers and your video has like 30,000 views so how can we help mm-hmm. you make more money and I'm like mm-hmm. that's the only thing that I disagree with but I mean, that's the way of mm-hmm. the world nowadays. Everything is digital, so.
1: Mhm. But also, Forte, this is still Tony. But also, the the content of hip hop has changed. It has really yeah. taken a three sixty degrees. The content of it, as well as the sub substance of it. How do you feel about that? Is from compared to to when hip hop was first birth.
4: Oh, they don't talk about that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they don't talk about nothing no more. They just, like, I forgot what what the song that Kanye had put out, and he was just making sounds. And I was like, this is not the Kanye that I know, that I, like, grew up on or was a teenager for So, yeah, Mm -hmm. in that sense, it changed for the worse. But
0: Mm -hmm. in the
4: overall scheme of things, like, I like the way it's going somewhat.
5: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Now, my I This is still Tony. If you wasn't doing music, you know, and 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 I know you're only twenty seven years old. If it wasn't music that you were most passionate about, what would it be? Do you have any other vices that you like to
4: to share with our listening audience? If I wasn't doing music, I'd be selling phones. I would be in music. the wireless industry
0: because
4: mm-hmm. I like technology. Like I like phones. I like the way things work, and then. I could adapt it. I could still do that now. Like once I get enough money, once I get on like Jay Z level and become a billionaire, I can start my own mm-hmm. wireless company. Very true. Very make true. Make sure, make sure when I get there, that y'all grab it. It's gonna be like the absolutely best ever. <laughs> absolutely, we gonna make be the sure first
1: to come back on here and then advertise it. <laughs> right? Don't be acting Fact. all bougie. Look, don't be acting all bougie. Telling us to contact your <laughs> secretary.
4: <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha.
1: you Now I want to go back to something that you said because in this day and age, you were talking about record labels and and how they're only into numbers. But in this day and age, the day and age of internet, the day and age of YouTube, the day and age of social media, is it easier to create your own lane in the music industry? And build your own fan base.
4: Yep. And this. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what the labels, that's what the labels look at now. They, excuse me, they look for the person who, all right, you already have a brand. You already have a buzz. Now, let's just capitalize off of that and see how much money you can make us while still making you. Some change mm-hmm. so, so is that yeah. why A lot
1: of artists are going to Independent label uh, Independent path being their own label
4: Yes Because NBA young boys Should have never signed that deal With Atlantic Never What was that, that deal we being
1: was... nosy We being in his business
4: <laughs> Yeah, nosy
0: <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> Seven it was a uh, It It wasn't a 360, but it was just a, it was a lot. They wanted seven albums for like, I think it was like a million dollars. They gave them a million. I might be wrong. So everybody who listening, don't quote me because I'm not, I'm not looking it up right now, but Mm -hmm. I think it was a million dollars for seven albums. Wow. That's it. My point exactly, but <laughs> in, in in his defense, um, in his defense, before he got locked up again, and he came out looking like a Mexican, um, he, I think he was on like his sixth album, so I think he has one more that he has to do, uh huh, and then he can get out of that contract,
1: but. What I, from what I understand, Frank Ocean and Master P are one of the two artists that have really finessed these record labels and gotten their money. Have they become like the blueprint for a lot of artists?
4: Um, it didn't start with Master P. Um, it actually started, to me, it started with cash money. They got their money. That's right. They got they got their 10 mil from Universal. And Universal was like, look, we'll give you 10 mil. And you push your label the way you want to. We just want to distribute your music. And they did that off of, that was before Wayne. They did that with Julie. <clears throat> yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. We learn a little business history here You know and and just like the I always say the book industry is no different Than the music industry Um, You have to know what you know because you know it Not because somebody told you Not because you thought it happened But you really have to do your research And and know the business side of it So if you had to drop Two or two jewels On an up and coming artist About their music What are those two major jewels you would drop?
4: Um, about the industry or their music And For and you the artistry.
1: Every, yep, As an artist On the business side What have you learned Two major jewels that you want to drop To any new and upcoming artist
4: Read Your paperwork Read your paperwork And Also never take the first offer Because the first offer is always trash. Mm. I wonder
1: why they do that. That's that's janky.
4: They they throw a first offer out of there because they want to see if you just want to jump at it and be like, all right, cool. Alright look, all right, I'm I'm in a meeting label with uh I'm in a label meeting with Rock Nation, um just for an example. And let's say they be like, all right, we're gonna give you twenty thousand. Some people might be like, all right, cool. Da 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 da. And then they sign it. But if you say no, and you be like, all right, I'm out of here, and they contact you back, they be like, all right, look, we got ninety five thousand for you this time. So it's all about negotiation. Wow. Because if you oh. if you jump at the first deal, uh-huh. if you jump at the first deal, then they got you. There's nothing you can do about it. They can be like, look, we gonna give you twenty thousand. You gotta do three albums. And then if you don't sell over a hundred thousand units. Then you got to pay this back. And it's like,
1: ain't nobody got time for that?
4: 20,000
1: is not even enough. That's not even a lot of money. I could spend 20,000 in 30 days paying (laughs) bills.
4: I'm saying, though, like, like that's a fact. Wow.
1: So tell us a little bit about your song, Money Machine.
4: Money Machine,
1: dumb.
4: That's like one of my favorite songs off of the project, um, From the four, which basically is talking about like a a Baltimore lifestyle. The person that I have on the song with me, um, his name is Freeband Test. He is signed to Freebands, which is Future's label. Um, He's a real close friend of mine. He's actually from Baltimore as well. Um, And we was in the studio. Mind you, I was eating a whole cheesesteak, and he was like, bro, I'm about to play this beat. We need to do something to it. Mind you, I'm eating, so I'm not worried about no music at the time. I'm worried about my stomach. But at that time, he played the beat, and I was like, yo. I stopped eating. I was like, bet. He knocked it out. Um, it actually got good rapport down here in Baltimore. So we thinking about shooting a video for it. Um, I'm trying to get the logistics for that because he's with Future's label, so he wants more money. But so we'll see, we'll see what we do with that. But outside of that, dropping the album, sure, I might put that on the album too. It's going to be called Chapter mm-hmm. Twenty mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Now, um, for ten, this is Tony. You know, I know to like artists. Songs are like babies. To authors, books are like babies. But do you have a favorite song that you have overall? That you know nobody's listening. You could just tell. It's just you and I in the studio. (laughs) There a favorite song that you have um, that you want to share above all else that you've done.
4: Above all else, would there be a song that I would choose? Like Um, your best
1: song, your most favorite.
4: All my songs are my favorite, but if I had you can only choose, have one. I know that's hard. Um, <laughs> that's tough. Um, all right, it'll probably be a track. It'll be a track off of my um my mixtape that's on SoundCloud. Um, mm-hmm. it's on Broken Mirrors. It's called uh, what is it called? It's called Chasing Commons. If I had Chase to share one song. Yeah, Chasing comments. If I had to share one song, even though I wouldn't want to, but you put me on the spot, <laughs> uh, it'll be that one. <laughs> That'll be the one that I would just be like, All right, listen to this. Because I was like, nah. well, I was talking about me as a kid. Like, I ain't had no uh-huh. Um I was really soft spoken when I was a kid, so I wasn't really talking. Um, so uh-huh. there was a lot of things going on at that point in my life. And I really like brought that out in that song, and like I think I actually cried when I wrote it. Wow! Well, I, I wrote
0: that
4: song. I, I wrote that song probably like eight years later. Mhm. And yeah, cause that that mixtape came out. I actually dropped that mixtape in like 2014, so it's like mm-hmm. five years old. Hmm.
1: Now see, when you share things like that, this is still Tony question. When you share things like that, that song has taken on new meaning to those that are listening because of what you shared and and how you felt. You know what what was going on in your life, so that song can be just transcended just from you sharing that to to everyone wanting to one click or download because. They see how special it was for you, or and it is for you, and and what it means, and the and the things that you were going through. So just me listening to it, which how you ex, you know express yourself with it, just just makes me want to hear what the song is all about. So thank you for sharing that.
4: You're welcome. Y'all can follow me on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash four one zero h a z e y. Um mm-hmm. I'm actually put more stuff up on SoundCloud because I really don't put stuff up on SoundCloud now that the uh mm-hmm. digital distribution has taken over. But right. um that mixtape is still up there.
1: So that's where they can
4: find it. Yes, man.
1: All right, oh, well we so appreciate you coming to kick it with us in the chat room. And as you head on out, we're gonna play Money Machine.
4: Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks
1: for joining us.
4: You're welcome. You're welcome, welcome
1: back anytime.
4: Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back tomorrow. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold
6: Hold Hold Start up the money machine. I got a bitch that gon' give us a link. Start up the money machine. I got a nigga that wanted a brick. Start up the money machine. I got a lot of money counting a quick. Start up the money machine. It look like the lottery up in this bitch. Start up the money machine. I got a bitch that gon' give us a lick. Start up the money machine. I got a nigga that wanted a brick. Start up the money machine. I got a lot of money counting the quick. Start up the money machine. It look like
4: the lottery up in this bitch. Money machine off brick. Dear presidents all in the win. Get money up for the lick. That's rockin' free bands and snitch Hold up, bad little bitch from my sofa Call another little bitch, come over Hold up, count more M's than Oprah, no uh. Holy real nigga with loads of shit Get the cheese, rat nigga please Search little bitch, tell her get on her knees Pray to her God, that's what I see. A S F and L I B G. hold up Rest in peace the little school, Versus First dance in that Uber, Niggas ain't an issue, Stay fresh and no looper. I got a bitch that's gon' give us a lick. I got a nigga that wanted a brick. I got a lot of money O'K up quick. Look like the lottery up in this bitch. I got a bitch that's gon' give us a lick. I got a nigga that wanted a brick. I got a lot of money up quick. Look like the lottery up in this beat. Start up the money machine. I got a bitch that gon' give us a lick. Start up the money machine. I got a nigga that wanted the brick. Start up the money machine. I got a lot of money counting up
6: quick. Start up the money machine. Look like the lottery, open it, bitch. Start up the money machine. I got a bitch that gon' give us a link. Start up the money machine. I got a nigga that wanted a drink. Start up the money machine. I got a lot, of am accounted up quick. Start up the money machine. Look like the lottery, in this bitch. Cut the money machine and they count up them herners until they go beat. I was the one in the drum to the grallin' and duckin' and poller like every week. I catch you little bitch, hope you know that she cheap. I feel by myself, ain't no hindering me. I count up that money like fuck a receipt. I in my myself, got my own recipe. I was the one in the kitchen on stove. Residue all in my clothes. I got some clothes at your house. Fuck on your bitch on the low. I put some drugs on the street. I put my man on his feet. I got your bitch out on me. Money Machine, nigga free I walk in Chanel for an order And I do what I want cause I'm smarter I can go rendezvous with your daughter I'm the one that she wanted to call up I'm the one that probably gonna solve her I'ma fuck on that girl in the dog her. Then I go and I roll up a forest And that money gon' flow like New Orleans Start up the Money Machine I got a bitch that gon' give us a lick Start up the Money Machine I got a nigga that wanted a to break Start up the Money Machine I got a lot, i am going up quick Start up the Money Machine Look at like the lottery opening, bitch. Start up the money machine. I got a bitch that gonna give us a link. Start up the money machine. I got a nigga that wanted a break Start up the money machine. I got a lottery county quick. thought up the money machine. It look like
1: the lottery opening, bitch. Yes, that was Money Machine by 14 Hazy. We so appreciate him coming to kick it with us today in the chat room giving us some musical history <laughs> and schooling mm-hmm. us on the business side of music and sharing his music and his brand uh, and his passion with us. We so appreciate him for that. We got our next fabulous guest, Boss Lady in the Building, the fabulous author and publisher, Nini Capri.
7: Oop, oop. They brought me in here. <laughs> I'm over here. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hey, Hello, ladies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you thank you for having me i'm here they they invited me so i came out i came out showed up thanks for having me i appreciate you
0: <laughs> <laughs> i came out she like was getting
1: her plate you know how you walk into somebody's <laughs> house you get your plate and you step out like hey that's y'all i'm stop by
0: what y'all got the, over here What's
7: that's how it be? <laughs> Those drive-bys, drive by the let Chat studio and slide in the seat. <laughs> you know you got well, a seat here in this clubhouse, chat room. Appreciate you. Yes, yeah, it's just comfortable, too. I appreciate it, guys.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, you got let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen.
7: Oh, man, there's so much going on. It's ridiculous. I'm in and out of the, the state. I'm all over the place. I have a lot of projects going on with um, a lot of artists. Um, and personal uh, branding consultant for a lot of independent companies, a lot of independent black-owned companies, uh, working with them. Um, I just completed a video that we did with TI, uh, casting some of the people for the video shoot, and then I got there and they threw me in it, so I had a nice cameo in that uh video, I think, is, mm-hmm. uh, I forget the name of it right now. I'm going to tell you in a minute. It slipped me. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm not ready. That's what it's called. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. It's real dope. Um, he's a dope individual, have a good time working with him. So just I have a ton of things cooking, a ton, 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 and just trying to get this part five on everybody's table um, and, and deal with those things. So that's all I have going on, a ton of things. I'm going to reveal everything in a minute um, as we start posting, when I slow down, but yeah, just moving around, just setting them roots and growing them well. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely,
1: awesome. yeah, 'cause you got you got folks on your neck on this part five here.
7: <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm on I'm on my own neck. <laughs> I'm on my right. own neck. It's a, mess. <laughs> it's a mess. I'll post it, I'll post yeah. it. And
1: the only thing that she she put at the bottom is, where's part five? I'm like, ooh, the Trappers is out. Oh, no. It's trapping they season. You know how it gets.
7: They sick of me. They sick of me. They sick of me. They sick of me. They done with me. <laughs> but you know, it's a lot going on that goes on, you know, behind the scenes, you know, that a lot of people don't see and know um, when you're dealing with releasing books and contracts and different things that go on. Um, behind the scenes that, you know, a lot of uh, authors don't have to deal with because, you know, my title was under such a strong brand at a time. And the way we separated mm-hmm. it is always an issue when we have to do certain things with bringing out this particular series um, because of our past uh, contractual obligations. But we are now owner of the trap. So, We have full rights, Mm -hmm. but sometimes Some things come up that throw a little wrench Here and there, but it's no worries It'll be on their desk shortly
0: Mm -hmm.
5: Well we don't have to tell you who we are I got
0: two
7: chapters in the chat room They both like, wait a minute Finger (laughs) raised, finger (laughs) raised wait a day, go a
1: minute, hold on. They're like, okay, <laughs> go ahead.
7: <laughs> and you were so lame, what I was going to say,
1: Nene, is, you know, first of all, we don't have to introduce ourselves to you because you know who we are. But, um, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. Since, <laughs> since, since working with you, you know, Lisa mm-hmm. and I, and, and me especially, I have learned to respect the business because I now know what it is to get a book out. You know, it's not just a matter of writing it and putting it into the reader's hands. There is so much that goes on, like you said, behind the scenes. And when I was just a reader, I, I was one of those, like, where's the next book? When is this or that? But I was brought up in the era where my favorite authors put a book out once a year. So I was used Absolutely. to that. Today is more so like every other week or every other month. Can you share with us, I know you and I talked about this last month when you were in New York. Can you share with us Mm -hmm. how the industry has changed and most of all the readers have changed
7: with the expectation that they place on our writers, on our authors? Absolutely. Um, It it is heavy. Um, You know, like you said, we come from an era and a time when there was um, a lot put into a book before it was released. It was given Mm -hmm. to your publisher maybe almost a year before it was supposed to be published. And it spent six months or so of that time after that being developed, being edited, going back and forth with your editor. I have such a relationship with my editors because we actually spend time talking and, you know what I'm saying, going back and forth with Mm -hmm. one another. And you got a critique from your editor that was like six pages, which gave you mm-hmm. what you needed to do at the beginning in development and editing and storyline and timeline, what you needed to do in the middle, what you needed to do. It, like, it was a whole process, mm-hmm. and you geared mm-hmm. up and you promoted all while these things were going on in the background, which was none of the readers' business because we didn't have Facebook to jump on there and run our mouth and talk about each other and bash and do a bunch of nonsense. We wasn't on social media. We was in the streets getting the work done. You know what I'm saying? We was running up and down the coast and and popping the trunk and putting these books out there once they were published, but it was a once a year thing. You geared up for Harlem movie. You geared up for Essence. You geared up for Sister of Circles um, event. Like you geared up Mm -hmm. for these events and you got your team ready and you went out and you sold thousands and thousands of books. You didn't go to a book signing and sell uh, oh, you know, I saw about three cases of books, two cases of books. You know, that's only 40 books per box, maybe, depending mm-hmm. on the size mm-hmm. of your book. And you done bought a flight, you done booked a hotel, you done brought clothes, you got to feed yourself. You have to be able to make sure that it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. and running around in right. two different things and spending money when you ain't making none, it makes no, no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if somebody yeah. else has their own... Logic. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's, that's so true. You tend to you work is- and you put out good product. But mm-hmm. Nini,
1: I want you to I want to go back. I want you to go back a little bit because I want you to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. the importance of the editing process. Because I actually had mm-hmm. a client that asked me to edit their book and they was like, um, I gave them up the price and they was like, all that just to do a spell check. I'm like, if you think editing is just spell check, is something wrong? Let's talk about, Absolutely. I want to talk, talk on the editing process a little bit. Um, just so Absolutely. authors listening know how important it is not to skip that corner.
7: Please don't skip that corner. Like, that ain't even the corner. That's like the meat of the whole project. You understand? Like, that's mm-hmm. like everything. The writing of the project is this your mere, your mere spilling of the soul, right? Mm-hmm. When you first mm-hmm. write that project, that is your mere Filling of the souls. That's you getting those first initial feelings, thoughts, how you want it to go. Okay. Your editor is like your running back.
0: Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. got
7: the ball. You throw it to them. They're going to run it all the way down the line, right? While they're running it down mm-hmm. the line, they're going to have to duck a couple of folks, which means that's your grammar, your, your, your punctuation, you know, your story development, so they get it to that touchdown line. And they have to work with you through that process so that they can get you to that touchdown line. And it takes some time. It takes some trust. It takes honesty mm-hmm. from both author and editor. You have to be able to respect that person's opinion because they're not just an editor, they're also a reader too, and they know how stories should go. So mm-hmm. you need to respect the process of going through a proper development. You know, why are you mm-hmm. writing this story? What is your end game? Who are your clients? Who are you selling it to as you're writing it? The people on the corner, the people around your block, because you're you talking about every street that you ever walk this whole drugs on, like who are you trying to sell this product to? Where is it trying to go? All of that should be in the right in the editing process. And that's a conversation and a trust and a real um duty on and a heavy duty on an editor's head when you have to try to turn around that book and make sure that it is proper to be presented to the public. hmm
1: I so agree. And you know Mimi, since I've been editing, you know, and, and, and I take it seriously I read each and every word that an author has written. I don't just read it one time. I go over and over, and I have to internalize it. And Uh I have to also make sure that it's on point, you know, and I fact check. I make sure that what she's stating or he's stating in this book is actually true if it's relating to something right. that's real, that's tangible. So a lot goes into it and a lot of trust, like I yes. said, is, is established mm-hmm. between an author and an editor. And that's definitely a, a step that should not be, you know, taken lightly. So I'm so glad that you said
7: mm-hmm.
1: that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I have come
7: to see that in the, in this industry, in this day and time that they're settling for periods and commas, like, They don't care about the story Mm -hmm. being developed. You know, does it have a ratchet title that everybody will love? And then does it have enough of the shenanigans inside of it so that somebody will buy it and talk about it so someone else will get it? Like, you don't have that same, you You know, know, process. You want to turn around the book. I told you I wrote the book today. And next month, you're going to have part two. Well, damn, well, did we get part one? Well, we're going to put one and two out at the same time because we just that mm-hmm. dope. Okay, that's interesting. But let me ask you this. People talk, you know, about going to events and doing different things and uh, not, you know, selling or not promoting. But I'm saying to myself, if we're in an industry in this day and time where everybody is an author, who are you selling books to? Mhm. Who's reading them? Who's reading
0: them? know <laughs> who's reading them. Every single person who's, who's is reading them?
7: So who's who's buying? You're me and you, now we used to read together. Now we both authors together standing side by side, competing and I'm mad at you because you might be selling something and I'm not. You know, but we ain't, now we don't have time to buy from each other because we're trying to sell off our table. Like, it's a lot of stuff going on in the industry. I'm going to touch on it at Mm -hmm. another time, but that's just a little (laughs) bit, but people (laughs) But you know,
1: there are authors that read. There are are some authors that read. We had Victoria on and she reads, what, 30 books? What did you book, like, 20 books a month or something like that, T? And I'm like, wow. I don't have
7: the time. I wish I had the time. I do. I wish I had the time. I wish I did. I wish I could read as much as I love to read because I do love to read.
0: But And I know
7: everybody have a story, but everybody don't have to write about it. That's just my, I'm just saying, like, we got to make sure we start saving the integrity of the brand. It's just like with music. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Like, people who do music. Uh oh. That's me, all me. they
7: do.
1: You went out for a
0: minute.
7: You went out to the, you went out to the grocery store. You back now. Man. <laughs> okay. They passed me something to drink and I started drinking it and then that's what happened. No, but I'm saying it's people who who write, you know, stories, and they tell stories, and there's people who do music, and there's people who do music. You know, you have people who, that's their passion, and you have people who make money from it, and that's their livelihood. You know, it's mm-hmm. a difference, you know, and and you have people who are musicians who feel like it's disrespectful. You feel like, oh, I'm just jumping up here, and I want to sing, and I, I'm going to and the third, making yourself all extra and disrespecting those who actually do this to feed their family. They do this because this is what they do. It's their passion. It's their everyday from weight to sleep. It's not just something that they're doing because it's hip or it's popular. Right. Or everybody else is doing it. You know, and, and you hold a whole different respect for it. You know, we write mm-hmm. for real. You know, and that's why I mm-hmm. don't put author in front of anything. I, I'm a writer. I write. hmm that's what I it's do. Absolutely. I <laughs> now,
1: by you being it's a, a writer, if there is a difference, mm-hmm. a big difference, by you being a writer. Yes. What yes. is the weirdest? Uh, what is the weirdest topic that you have wrote on in your books? What's the weirdest thing that you have thought about and putting in any of your books?
7: Um, the weirdest thing that I've put in my books, um. I can't say because I have written a lot of different things. (laughs) So I can't Mm -hmm. really say. I think that um, everything I write, I bring it from a real source, whether it is something that I experienced or the people around me or something someone has shared with me. But one of the weirdest things I had to write about was in Tainted when I had to um, talk about the girl who uh, was – you know, molested and things like that. Like, when you talk about those types of things, those things are not just everyday subjects. Those things are touchy. You have a lot of people that have gone through these things for real. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm blessed that I Mm -hmm. haven't never had to be in a position where something was taken from me that I didn't want to give. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have been. So when I write about subjects like that, it's really, really touchy for me because I, A, never want to disrespect anybody who's been through it, and I pray that it brings some type of awareness to those types of things that go on and maybe even a healing for someone who may be going through it. But, yeah, when I have to write in that type of headspace, that's that's a very um, touchy one for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And what about in trap? What was the, because that is your most popular, um, well, no, it's not was one of your most popular series. What is the weirdest scenario you've had to put in the Trap series?
7: Mm. I mean, I let me see. I, you know what? That's tough to say because I would be giving something juicy away for someone who has not read it. <laughs>
0: That's so okay. Said, we, we, said, we we we, uh, need to we promote word of mouth. I want here.
7: to encourage. <laughs> I want to encourage your readers to go find out what, uh, what pro- it is that I done did over there. We promote <laughs> look,
1: We <laughs> promote word of platform. mouth. So anything that you drop is gonna be a benefit because we 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 uh, we promote word of mouth here. We are book bougie and we love to promote uh, authors and their skills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: authors
5: and their skills.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think they one of the things that's really pace.
7: controversial Look, I think yes. one of the things That's really controversial that we wrote about That is book clubs and stuff always brings to me Of course, it's the electric chair Because you know, everybody loves that yes. Sexual position
0: in the book Woo-hoo. So that's something that's <laughs> Let me that's tell y'all
7: She has topic. to
0: take us to
1: the side And give us a whole tutorial <laughs> We had a, we we had a Facebook inbox <laughs> tutorial on the
7: electric chair. Yes, we did. You <laughs> said, said, How did that go? How did he put the, where did the delay go? What happened <laughs> when you. Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, you know, let here on let Chat, so. we like to Don't do ahead, something always those. fun on Let's Chat. So, T has a special exclusive only excerpt. That she has, oh. that Nene has provided us from Trap Spies. And Miss Tony gonna lay it on us real nice and smooth like. Okay, so you want me to read it? Oh! Daddy! Miss <laughs> Tony said, not me. Why Leisha didn't read it? Like, she can <laughs> no, read
0: it. No, all I just wanted
7: so want to <laughs> just say you want want it up. Miss Tony grabbed her um, pearls. She said, you want me to say these <laughs> words, these
0: bad
1: words? Okay. Okay, I
7: have you it. These you ready?
1: <laughs> yep, we ready. Okay. I don't
7: know. Are you ready, Miss Tony?
1: She ready. <laughs> I, I I only read the first
7: part. I haven't had read it up to the end, so um, I'm questioning my pearls. <laughs> I think I'm going okay, <laughs> to get four in the street. I'm going to get four in the street a second time. <laughs> it's going to be my second time getting four in the street after this. Okay, so this is another excerpt from the P
1: Trap Five. So uh, we hope our listening audience are are ready to enjoy it. So let me
7: just take a sip of my white cup. It's not red tonight, Leshia. <laughs> P- Wait, I'm gonna, listen. I have to listen, Miss Miss Tony. I'm gonna have to tell you how my mother had to tell um, the ladies at the book signing when they was trying to say P Trap in front of her because. You know, she, um, they thought, it, you know, that's her mother. My mother was like, no, you say the word, because if they go to the bookstore and they ask for P-Trap, they're not going to be able to get the right book, because that book don't exist. You got to say All the right, Pussy Mom. Trap. Go ahead, Miss Tony, start at the top. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Mom. Well, Mom I can't,
1: I can't go up against Mom. So this is the next show from Pussy <laughs> Trap 5 by the one and only Miss Mimi Capri, and he is starring our favorite character, k
5: So Kason walked
1: into the Upper East Side apartment and locked the door behind him. He looked around the huge loft-style living room and made a note to add some color to all that white. He enjoyed the aroma of sweet vanilla and lavender, along with the light jazz he heard playing from the back of the apartment as he eased through the room. He tossed his keys on a circular glass coffee table. Then he proceeded towards the kitchen. When he got to the entrance of the hallway... Tiny, hmm, as he now called her, was walking on her tiptoes toward him in a silk button-up that rested right at her kitty. She had left the first three buttons open, allowing her perky c breast to peek through the slit. Hi, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were coming. I was in the shower. She spoke softly, avoiding eye contact. What do you know about jazz, he asked with a slight smile. My grandmother used to listen to it on Sunday mornings while she read and prayed. She shyly smiled back. I can change it if you want me to. She moved toward the sound. She moved toward the sound system. Nah, you're good. He spoke firmly, stopping her in her tracks. Did you eat? I need to. He looked at her from head to toe. Well, I cooked, and you can also have whatever else you want to put your mouth on. She looked up at his muscular frame. And the pussy began to moisten. Kayson didn't respond. He just moved towards her as his eyes roamed over her soft caramel skin. Tiny stared back at him with a hazy gaze through her eyes. His stomach filled with strong flutters as it is as his energy filled her space. Did you take, take did you take care of that business with basin? I always make sure I pronounce it. Did I pronounce his name right? Meaning is it Basin?
5: basin. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Did you take care of that business with Basim? He broke the silence. Yes, everything went well, and we picked up the money. We took we took care of what you said, and then he dropped me off here. Aldine brought over a bag for you. It's in the closet. You good? You got everything you need, he asked, sitting two duffel bags on the hardwood beneath his feet. Yes, I'm good, and I wanted to tell you personally. She took a deep breath. You saved my life. She choked back the tears as they rose to the corners of her eyes. No thanks needed, but can the boss feel how much he is appreciated? Kason walked over to where she stood and then moved around her frame, inhaling the sweet mango that rose off her skin. Whatever you want, she agreed, closing her eyes and enjoying the heat that pushed from his body into hers. Parbo,
0: who's the next Parbo, who's this woman? I don't oh, know who these people. Who's this woman? Who's this woman? I, I know, know you
1: saw how I paused when I read the <laughs> name Kanye. Like, okay, Nene, huh? you got some explaining to do. Right, you <laughs> got I don't know these people. You got some explaining to do. I, remember I said that I, on the post when I was young? I don't know I these like, people. you got some explaining to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know
0: these people Who tiny? and where she come
1: from And where Coco at Let me tell you
0: something you Listen to me. Hear me hear somewhere. me. <laughs> hear me. somewhere Part 5 is a ride
7: <laughs> five. Part 5 is a ride That you never expected to happen It's just going to be so many things going on You're going to get a lot of things That you didn't get This answer You're going to see why they are who they are Part five is really about what made Coco who she is and what made Kason who he is, and mm-hmm. everything in the background, like everything you didn't see in the background, you get ready to see in the background.
1: Oh, so it's this do right Like this don't have to be a present scene. This could be a flashback. I don't scene. know.
7: I have no. <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea.
0: That's. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> 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 yeah,
7: I have no idea I have no
0: idea well, You know you need know, the boss right. You
7: know what I'm saying The boss. Gotta do
1: what the boss gotta do I don't know Well you know Man. here on Let's Chat Nene We like to do something uh-huh. fun in the chat room With our guests Oh. And okay. we know that you're the guest To handle this job oh,
0: So my what God. we do don't here
1: do <laughs> What we do here in the chat room Is we like to be able to Just dis- Display our ski, our our, our read our author's skills to our listeners, and mm-hmm. so we want you to create a live excerpt. We've heard one from the trap, uh, and we appreciate you for that exclusive nugget. So T is going to give you two props, and you're going to place those two props into a scene it could be any scene that you want any genre you want it can go any direction you want it could be a scene that's from the book it could be a scene that you created however you want to spin it it's on you to do
7: hmm. what are Why we raining? saying what do you mean what <laughs> are they asking for my life what's <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, what even... on, Wait on? A minute. What, <laughs> now, what they had said was and then what happened <laughs> after that and then he was like okay
0: Yes, but we're <laughs> ready. No.
1: I'm ready because I know okay, this is gonna be what's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when Mimi, you know, I I learned a lot uh-huh. of the things that I know about the industry from one of the best, which is you. But I'm gonna oh, give you some you. props this evening that are not oh. quite what you're used to. So we're gonna see oh. the beauty of your 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 versatile, your your impromptu, and your creativity. Now, oh. I'm gonna give you
0: three props. The first prop I thought is she said two. You added one.
7: Okay,
1: oh, I, can one. I can do two. I could do two. I could do two. Whatever. You,
7: you, you,
1: you, Whatever. you can rock to Don't get couch. cute. Whatever. <laughs> do it. Do your thing. Okay. Do it. Run your show. Run okay. your show. Go ahead with the props. Go ahead, three. Go ahead, Go ahead with the props. Go ahead. Okay, well, well, I'm, well, you know football season started last night the official football.
5: So your first prop mm-hmm. is a football. Your second
1: mm-hmm. prop is some is some ice cream. And mm-hmm. your third prop is a it's a diamond tiara, one of the, your favorite things. So I want you to use those three props, a football, some ice cream, and a di- diamond tiara, and give us a live excerpt. Wait, wait, wait. As I put my water, <laughs> I'm about mine. to throw in one more. I'm going to throw in some blood <laughs> splatter. I'm about to throw in some blood oh. splatter. Oh.
7: Blood splatter?
1: Blood splatter? <laughs> because you None like to throw people off. It do. It, 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 Nene Capri style it do.
7: Mhm. I know you want so kill I know it can go together <laughs> You want to kill somebody Okay so you want to kill them With some ice cream and, and, and what else they got You got a, a football, football Some ice uh-huh,
1: cream a tiara. And a diamond, diamond tiara And, and some blood splatter
7: Blood splatter Why would the, the tiara have to even be bleeding? The plus the splatter
1: can go on
7: people, the tiara or the ice cream. Right. I'm just saying. I got it. I got it. I, mean, I got it. We don't, don't don't do it. You can't do it for me, Leisha. You can't do it for me. Oh, okay. You <laughs> got, got it. You got it. Again. You got it. Give me a second. <clears throat> Why do they do this on the chat? What the hell? Y'all ain't had nothing else to do on the chat. You can play Monopoly, Scrabble. You know what I'm saying? Any of those things. Any of those things. I like, I Scrabble? <laughs> we'll mm, wait. Mm, mm. <laughs> I know I got you I got you i gotta put it together I gotta put it together <laughs> i gotta i gotta put it together
5: hmm.
7: okay where do you want this thing to come from out the trap you want to make us a whole whatever thing you want do a, for the trap you giving us a snack <laughs> you
1: giving us the you're giving us a snack It's you only take gonna it be, how you get it's only
7: it. going for be... It's only going to be a few lines. It's only going to be a few lines because, you know, they pay for this. This is what they pay me for. It's only going to be a few okay. lines. I'm going to come out here and do this just for Alicia, only because she asked me and Miss Tony was here. Miss Tony wouldn't have showed up. Okay, let me <laughs> see. <clears throat> Let's
0: see.
7: Coco eased slowly between two cars. In the distance, she heard the ding and the bell of an ice cream truck. Slowly she eased as the children gathered to get their treat. A few men walked up behind the children waiting their turn. They talked lightly back and forth sharing the events of the day. Her hood was pulled down to her eyes as she eased by trees with her boots in the breeze. She pulled her knife slowly from her back and let it fly easily to her thigh. Breathing, one breath at a time, one step at a time, she moved closer, step by step, until she was right where they were. She only had one target and she would not miss it. One to the back of the head, he moves, he drops, they turn, they froze. But her eyes didn't move. She had to make sure she had a mission and it was at hand. Ding
5: dong
7: ding dong. You could hear the bells of the truck still going, the screams of the children in the background. She pulled her gun slightly to her side as she eased back into the shadow. Ding dong ding dong. Her last glance was that Sierra sitting nicely on top of the ice cream home. And she moved right back into the alley and when she came. That's it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Capri
7: style. Yeah. That was nice. That's man. why they call me the boss lady. <laughs> 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 all right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> First of all, the now delivery was, was just like my spellbinding. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this about is about the what the trappers do. This is what trappers <laughs> do. This is, I'm not even going to say what trappers do. When you, have, when you have readers, this is what readers do. This is how we sit amongst ourselves and chit-chat ab- amongst ourselves about our favorite authors. This is how we feel when we go into a book signing and they're giving us ex- excerpts or they're sharing whatever they're writing with us. We're like, okay, let me tell you, Nini can write on the back, the back of a potato sack. And going to be like, you get them four lines, girl? Yes, girl. What you think happened? Let me tell you. You know, it's a whole conversation. All she gave us was four lines. We done gave her a whole book of what happened. She ain't told us nothing but four lines. We done had, this could have happened love here. It, we done and we out. <laughs> and we happy with those four lines.
7: <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate Absolutely. y'all. I love my readers. I do. I love them. I appreciate their patience. You know, I'm sympathetic to their weight, you know, and we're gonna make sure that we get that in their hands as soon as possible and more. We have so much that we're working on, it's just crazy. But I always have to fail to say because you know how it, you know how the industry is. You just mm. know how to show
0: them. <laughs> well
1: well since, show them. since since you talked about writing and putting stuff together, we got cash coming in here next. We want you to stay a little five little because, um, you know it's a little five. A little fine, because I heard a little birdie <laughs> told me y'all was working on something. And so I we just mm. wanted to nose y'all up in that project. You know Cash, what I'm saying? We,
7: Cash is my favorite pen. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> Cash is my favorite pen. Literally, like, he is part of the reason why I love urban fiction writing. Like, Cash has a pen that is ridiculous. He doesn't just write urban fiction. He's a writer as well. He he is good in grammar and editing, and he can write on an intellectual basis harder than he even writes on oh, his yeah. street basis. Yes, he's, an, he's a writer for real, and I respect his pen, and he has taught me a lot in the game, and, and working with him mm-hmm. is always a privilege because our creative energy together um, creates amazing work. Oh yeah, it's always a pleasure. Absolutely, you know? and he's been well, ducking we... me out. He's been ducking me out. You know, I ain't seen him since he has been home. He has been ducking me out. He, he oh, didn't want to get in
5: the presence uh, of the boss lady. Yeah,
7: he has been ducking me out. I ain't seen him. Oh kidding, no, Cash. we we gonna have to bring uh-huh. you up in
1: here, Cash. You got to have you got
3: some explaining to do. What's going on, Chief?
1: What's going on, Chief? Welcome to the chat room. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> we are good.
8: Welcome Can to the chat me? room. Y'all hear me? Yes, we yes, do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So
4: oh, we got I'm a good.
1: few hey, questions. Nene, what's good? Why you been why you been ducking? Uh uh we need to know why you've well, been ducking well, and when we get in this book and uh all that good uh, stuff in between.
8: Well, what it is is uh Nini be globe trotting. She be all over the place. Oh, so it's love. hard to nail her down somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm
2: saying? So every
8: time I look at her, she's on a plane somewhere. You know, and I mean, I just be sitting at home, so I don't know. Y'all, really was, be y'all know what? A y'all,
1: busy y'all know what? Remember I when Leisha was killed and trust no bitch, and then we was trying to figure oh. out who killed such and such off, and then Cash said it was Nene, and Nene said it was Cash. Y'all, that's a whole replay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole
0: replay. <laughs> <laughs> so see what yeah, happened just,
8: was? I, I, yeah, I know. See. Because I'll just be chilling, you know what I'm saying? Need to be
7: all over the place. Knock I it off, Tess. Oh, he don't him even write me over for his little fish fries. right remember one of his little fish fries, one of his little barbecues <laughs> <cheese as well. laughs>
1: Okay, well, y'all just give us give us give us a little bit, give us a little bit about what y'all working on. Just a little, a little nugget, a little. Give us a little something that you on because y'all y'all pins together are dynamic, and so we get excited when we know that you guys are working together. So we just want a little little salt, pepper, a little seasoning, larry seasoning salt on it. You know, just a little.
8: Well, let me say this right here. We, we have put our minds together to come up on a project that we set aside for a minute for our individual things. And so I got to take the most of the blame for us not being able to move forward with the project right now. But that's only because my uh, publishing duties are immense. You know that uh, a vast majority of my authors are incarcerated, which means I have to step in and do some things for them that you wouldn't normally have to do for an author that's not. And so, I've just been so busy, right. busy. I've been so busy building lockdown publications and doing the things I'm doing. that I haven't had a chance to sit there and lock in on writing. even, you know, finishing up my own project. But definitely we got to do something because, you know, when me and Nini write together, it turn out, I mean, absolutely, uh, uh, it's going to be absolutely a bomb. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we got to definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we got to definitely oh, do it. So it's just about a matter of nailing each other down because she has her yes. own projects, and honestly, it'd be my the duties as the CEO of my company that keeps me from writing. It's a, it, it's a big responsibility.
7: Isn't it, though? It's so hard. It's a different now, one. Cash, right, to be on the street yeah. versus, you know, being behind the wall when you can get Like, I don't talk to nobody I could be in this room and get my work done, but now you got your whole work right there at your fingertips that you have to control. Mm -hmm. How are you you adjusting? I don't want to take over the interview, but how are you adjusting? Well,
8: I'm adjusting pretty well, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I was, uh, I thought I wasn't institutionalized at all, but I was in some ways, not in the things I do, like I wasn't. Walking around with a shank in my pocket at home and you no know, <laughs> stuff like that, like you know, sharpen
0: you, t- you had your, you
8: ain't had your toothbrush nah, sharpened,
0: dusting your socks. I
8: wasn't, no <laughs> I, nah, I wasn't that bad, but you know, mentally, the thing, the isolation mm-hmm. of being alone in sales for six, seven years in the hole, and mostly being t- so, I'm still like that. That's a part of me that's ingrained in me now because before I went inside I was all over I used to be on the go all the time and now I'm just at home and I just be at home and be to myself and so that part of it is in there but I'm adjusting well everything is good
1: NeNe That's just laughing. asked you that because she them. wanted us to get off of that book <laughs> <laughs> I know you well, lying. they well. don't want
7: to hear about me they want to hear about Cash. they don't want to hear about me they, no, they ain't done with ain't me no, they like you done served your purpose now, nah, this is what we could do
8: whenever we really get in and and and, and really really pushing hard on the pins and get the books, then we would definitely come back and talk to y'all and get our first first dibs on it. How about that?
1: Absolutely. Okay, we'll take it yeah, but I, promise somebody,
8: I don't want to <laughs> promise somebody nothing right now that we haven't produced. I like to be, you know, that is. I think y'all got a good
1: 10 chapters already. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I ain't been there. I don't know what the pen's been doing, but I think y'all got up a good 10 chapters already. I think somebody yeah. just told me in you on a chapter. It's, it's
7: inside of us. It's inside of us. It's inside of us. But look, our thing is so tight. Me and Cash wrote Trust No Bitch in a week. Tight. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how. In, tense it was. Like, we stayed back and forth, back and forth, Remember back that. and forth, back and forth, until that thing was pinned down. Then, you know, it took us time to edit it, but the the initial right. everything, it came out of us in a week's period of time. I was shocked. I was like, damn, that was yeah. crazy, because once that energy and, is dope, so, yeah, go ahead, Cash.
8: Right, and once the
7: concept is nailed down,
8: and mm-hmm. the characters yep. are created, then it, it's going mm-hmm. from there, because one person's imaginations and experiences is going to push the mm-hmm. other person. And then, you know, mm-hmm. once very we true. sit down and talk about a direction, it's, it's good because, yep. you know, Nene going to write some memorable characters. And one thing she's very good at is with suspense and twists and turns.
5: You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So
8: in the stories where her, she's going to have all kinds of twists and turns and, and suspense. She's very, very good with that.
7: <laughs> like, hey, I, I be writing him into a corner. He'd be like, "Oh Lord, now yeah. I gotta get us it out like, of and this." Yeah, <laughs> he might be the rope. i
8: be like, "Hey, now, nah, okay, so how I'm coming out? You just did this and did that. I, be, I say Nene, well, what's next? I don't know.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> you have wrote it, and then I gotta be okay.
0: Where we going with this? It,
8: it's just it's a it's a tough, tough scene. But where I'm supposed to go with this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it just be that so.
7: But then you and then go I'll and you be like, give I... me a minute. You, yeah, and then you come back yeah. and you be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then I'll be like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Talk your That's talk, right. and then he Say it. And then he's like, I'm going to go write it. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to write this. Why are you writing that? It's like we're trying to impress That's each other right. back with the next chapter. <laughs> But as
0: we, readers, so we do. as
7: readers, we get excited because
1: <laughs> to, to experience these two writings together is a whole experience. Uh, when they were putting mm-hmm. yeah. no Bitch together, that was a whole experience. Just to experience Nini writing, period, is a whole experience. But when you guys can right. and sit as the readers and listen to you guys literally create uh, in front of us. I get excited. What about you, T? T over there, quiet. I, <laughs> no, I I do get excited, and I want to ask Nene and Cash, um, how how different is it when you approach a collaboration as opposed to when you write individually? Like, like you guys said, you kind of write each other into a corner. How exciting and how challenging is it to try to get back out that corner and kind of pass the ball and wait for it to come back to you?
8: You That's answer first, Nini. I'll I'll respond. You want me to go?
0: You sure? Yeah, okay. you go. Well,
8: well, well to, well. to me, it's easier to write with Needy than by myself. And the reason why I say that because you got two minds working on the story, and so the story mm. comes into play a lot faster. And then you know uh, she's gonna do an outstanding job. Say if she just takes a certain female character, she's gonna be able to write that female character with a touch that. I may struggle because even if I write a book on my own, I still might call NeNe and ask her for a little advice on a character. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I I do the same with you. Yeah, and so it it still may be the same thing, but writing with her than by myself, I think it's a little easier once we nail down the plot. What is this story about? And you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? What is the motive of the story? Once we nail that down, then it's, it's very easy to write like that. So I think it's a I think it's a little easier. It's different, but it's yes. a little easier than writing my myself. I agree. I agree
7: with that. That's what Cash Absolutely. Absolutely. Except for Absolutely. when, Lance, except for when he want to kill people that I think that should <laughs> still be alive, cause he don't like me to pump. His
0: dude characters. He He's like, you can't just be talking to no nigga like that. I'm like, why not smack him in the mouth? He's like, nah. Ain't no nigga get smacked Soot in the mouth by no broad. Too I mean, to the head. Look to the and, head. And, and you know her You know her
8: female characters, they got a little too much to say. You know? They're going to have a little too
2: much to say,
8: and they might, might want to snatch a man by the collar. You already know I ain't with that.
0: So, That's what we need yeah. to be playing. You're playing too,
7: right there. He won't let my lady (laughs) Smack
6: his dudes around Come on man It's a little
0: bit But
6: but, but, but one thing about
8: it When she bring that You know what I'm saying That bring it to the table like that That's that girl power she has Cause you know It's a lot of stories where the woman Gonna be meek and this that whatever So she brings flavor to the female characters No doubt
7: Absolutely, they gotta be strong. And you be holding yeah, your own up, so. like, go ahead, Cash, you do your thing. I love writing yeah, with you. So. I can't wait. I can't wait. But so I'm gonna
1: let you take the full cash, I know he Cass got a wants
0: huge world. He, just, he got to kill somebody that he don't want to kill. We all investigate. Cash about to kill. She painting
1: him in the corner, and since so she painted him in the corner, now somebody about to get
7: killed. That's uh uh-huh. We we ready. <laughs> I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. <laughs> We
8: yeah. Cash
7: kills everybody. No. I'm the nice one. I'm
8: the nice one. Cash no. kills everybody. No ma'am. no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, <laughs> ma'am. You know, it's, Absolutely. You know you remember what you do to eyes, don't you? And trust no oh bitch, I God. remember what Nene did to eyes.
1: No, you did that. Nene didn't do that. <laughs> no, but I don't I know. I did it. Just, so she has to go so, I, I, I mean did. she has to go she has to
8: go Nini has Nini just Nini, Nini just confessed she did it she did it that made
7: me I'm do it tell y'all. Tell <laughs> I was bullied, I was bullied, I swear I was, bullied. I was minding my own business, and he just called me up and was like she gotta go I was
5: like what. <laughs> shocked.
7: <laughs>
1: uh, we appreciate you, Nini. We appreciate you coming Thank to kick it with us in the chat me. room and staying an extra time to talk that drive Absolutely. with us.
7: Absolutely. Thank oh, you. I appreciate
1: you. Nene, before you go, yes. you know, you got to come back because you talked about something with me when you were in Brooklyn when you were here about that something that your pen do not usually do. We didn't, we didn't approach that today. So, you
0: remember your oh. something
1: you're working on. So
0: you Absolutely. gotta come back because we
7: didn't touch I on that. I will be Is it a I movie script? Is <laughs> <Look>, it <laughs> a movie script? Dun 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 dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all talk to the boss. I'm gonna let y'all talk to a real boss. He on the he on the platform. Let's talk to a real boss. Y'all go over here and get locked down. It's a boss lady, Nene Capri. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Y'all can follow me on all platforms as Nene Capri. Everything is on all platforms: the read, Amazon, Smashwords, Kobo. Get it. I'm here trapping. I'll catch y'all next time. Bye, Cass. Thank you. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. <Okay>. Bye, Bye. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
1: we love it. We love it. So now we know a little bit about what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. You got to tell us uh, what has your pen been doing? We know you've been doing a lot of lockdown publications work your publisher hat has been on and strong your books are dropping your authors are dynamic but you know we waiting on that 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 that, that pin from cash to come through when can we right, expect right. it what can we expect
8: well what I think uh, uh, most likely it'll be the first of next year when, when I drop something that'll be probably bonded by blood part two and my mm-hmm. new series that I'm gonna write called uh, uh, bow Down to My Gangster. So those are the two books that you can expect next to me. But Bounded by Blood, too, because I've been owing that to the readers for a very long time. So uh-huh. I am already uh, I'm already in the middle of it. I'm about halfway done. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And uh, uh, then Bow Down to My Gangster. So those are the two books that I, I would put in line next. But I really do want to be able to get back to where I'm dropping maybe two, three books a year or something uh-huh. like that so that I can give my readers what they want. Plus I miss putting it out there. I miss being able to sit down and create them characters and go through what I go through while I'm writing them books. So that that's mostly what I'm uh, trying to work on and trying to make the time, you know, it was more than just, you know, you got publishing and I'm just coming uh-huh. home and I got my children and family and all those things. So now uh, in a couple of weeks, it'll be a year that I've been home. And so now I can say to everybody, okay, let me get a little room. Already, listen to this. This year it went so fast, and I can tell you this, ain't no one year in prison ever went this fast at all. You know what I'm saying? so, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. this year has almost been a year, just a couple of weeks away.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, you have your publisher Mm -hmm. hat on 24 majority of the time. Tell us a little bit about the the business side of books because a lot of times uh, we have authors and they talk about the writing and they talk about the process, but they don't talk about the business side. And a lot of them don't know about the business side. Drop a couple of jewels on them for those that are trying to write books that are maybe self-publishing books, maybe even new publishers that are trying to tackle that business side of books.
8: Well. What I'm gonna say, most of the first thing is that when you're on the business side of it, you gotta mm-hmm. look at this industry as a publisher and even as a new author. Like you gotta look at it like you cooking in the oven and not a microwave. That means that you can't just expect everything to blossom real fast. You know, a lot of things now, especially with you know the ebook industry and all of that. Most people they want instant success, instant. Gratification and the books out instantly, and that's okay. But to have a long run in the game and to really succeed, especially where we concentrated at, which is paperbacks, we still, of course, do eBooks and everything. But uh, just studies show that eBooks have leveled off, while paperback has begun to rise again. And so, also because where I come came from prison, you know, the guys in prison they ain't, they can't get eBooks; they read reading paperbacks. and so. Uh, we are highly concentrated in that. So for publishers and authors, all I can say is that in the industry, have patience and don't worry about uh, trying to put a book out every few weeks and all that. It's better instead of moving quickly is to put out a good product so that when a person picks up your product, they know automatically when they go to purchase it that you're going to have a quality story, well edited, well developed, and well told. So that's the one jewel that I will uh, – Pass on for any publisher or new author,
0: mhm,
1: absolutely, absolutely, so. and what have you got lining up with lockdown? What can we ex- expect from the team?
8: Oh wow, we got so much stuff coming out lined up, you know, uh we got about okay, so we got uh author Ghost, and a lot of people are familiar with him. he has a book uh uh Heartless Goons coming out this month. We had just dropped a book today, which was Renegade Boys 3 by uh, Misha Turner. We got all kind of stuff lined up for you all. Uh, actually, I don't know anybody listening that's in the Virginia area, Richmond, Virginia. I'll be there at the Richmond, Virginia, Maine Public Library on September 21st. I'll be there with uh, some other authors, one of whom will be, Raquel, Raquel Williams and all of them will be there signing books and signing autographs, taking pictures and all of that. So if you get a chance on September 21st from 1 o'clock p.m. to 4 p.m., I'll be at the Richmond uh, Richmond Public Main Library. So if you get a chance to come out there, i have books to sign and things like that, books of my own and a co- couple of other offers from Lockdown Publications. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Cash, I have a question for you. You know, since you've been mm-hmm. out and, and you have so much on your plate, you have publishing, you have writing and being out, and you're spending more time on the business side of lockdown public, publications, and also to mm-hmm. your authors behind the wall, has that dimmed at all your, your your passion to just write for you? Has that put so much on your plate? Has your passion to write for Cash dimmed
5: at all?
8: No, it hasn't dimmed my passion to write. It has severely limited my time to write. But I, I do have mm-hmm. a great assistant, so I want to shout out her right now. Y'all may know her as Coffee, but that is definitely Sean Walker. That's the COO of Lockdown Publications. So she gives me so much assistance, but the company is growing so fast. We have over 300 books put out. We may publish anywhere between 8 to 12 books a month, and so – is growing so fast because it's a lot of talented brothers and sisters behind the walls and lockdown publications. It was basically created for them, which is why it's titled. I mean, you know, it's lockdown publications. So uh, we get so many manuscripts and so many talented people come through our hands and everything like that. So I be I be focused on trying to put them out because I know that behind them walls, that if I'm able to uh, put their books out and they're putting out quality work, that's going to provide a way for them. To take care of themselves while they're incarcerated, to be able to do some things for their family, and also to have something to come home to. So that's most important to me too. But no, to answer your question, it absolutely hasn't dimmed my passion to write. It has just uh, limited my time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
5: mm-hmm.
1: throughout your process, what have you learned about yourself as a as an author, as a as a man? What have you learned about yourself throughout, throughout this whole journey for your literary uh, journey? What have you learned about yourself?
8: Oh, in, in my well, in my literary journey, uh, I learned for one thing I came from the mindset of a hustler, street hustler, and doing this drug deal all that. Even in behind prison bars, I did that for a very long time. So in the journey, I learned that I have a talent way beyond just the street stuff that, uh, you know, I, I had confidence to finally leave that alone and put my trust in my ability to write. So I learned that, that, uh you know, I can succeed legitimately. I also learned that the things I write motivate a lot of people. I can't tell you how many letters I get from people that are incarcerated that tell me that, you know, when they read my books, when they see the progress that I've made and things I accomplished from behind bars and since I've been home, that motivate them not to give up. And they may have life sentences. They may have 30, 40 years. And, you know, so it motivates them to keep going. So I learned that, you know, I give a lot of inspiration to a lot of people because I went to prison. My sentence was life plus 30 years, so you know. So uh, they saw me be able to persevere and be able to strive and accomplish things from behind bars, and they know it's possible for them, too. So, you know, I learned that. I learned that, um, you know, I'm a strong person. I always knew that. Though I always I never it wasn't in me to ever give up regardless. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just learned about myself that I can succeed legitimately and that I definitely am an inspiration to other people.
1: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, Chief, we so appreciate you coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. And I know that you were listening previously to the show. And if you weren't, you know, here on Let's Chat, we like to do something fun in the chat room. We like to be able to display our uh, the skills of our authors that come on to our listeners. So T is going to give you three props. And we want you to put those three okay. props into a live excerpt. And you can move it however you want to move it. And it could be whatever genre you want, any direction. It could come from a regular book. We got a little back we got a little background. You got us on it's twice? No, okay. it's not me. <laughs> okay. No,
8: that's not me. I don't have anything going.
1: So you're gonna take it in whatever direction that you wanna take it, however you wanna do it. Um and you know, just give us a little snack. I don't know what the props are. They're going to be different for what Nini props were, so you don't get to cheat. <laughs> but I'm ready. I, I was
8: just getting home. I, I, I caught you. So it's good. I was just getting on home, and so uh, I didn't hear anything. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we can, since we can't use the same ones that we
8: gave Nini, uh, your three props, and
1: first of all, thanks again for joining us tonight, Cash. Your three props okay. tonight. The first one is going to be an Afro wig. You know those Afro wigs? The second one Absolutely. is going to be some thigh-high boots. And the third one is going to be a flashlight.
8: Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So those are my props. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I got you. All right. Well, y'all know I'm uh, straight street lit, so I'm going to roll with that, John. All right. Okay. The sun had barely went down. I looked out the window and saw that it was getting dark outside. I knew it was tonight was the night that I had to move. The enemy had came at me hard. He had killed people that I loved tremendously. I looked out the window. Tears flowed down my eyes. Tonight I was going to get revenge. I walked to the back of my bedroom. I grabbed my afro wig for disguise. After I donned that on my head, I slipped on my boots and grabbed a flashlight. I walked over to the dresser, grabbed my gun and tucked it in my waist. Now I was ready. Tonight, this bitch ass nigga was gonna die. As I got to the door, Candy looked at me. Where you going, Cass?" She said. I'm going to handle my business, ma. Tonight, I'm going to avenge everything this nigga did to me. Please, baby, she said. Don't do that. I don't want to lose you again to the system. Come back. Let God handle this. God, let God do what? I'm not going to let God handle nothing. Did they let God handle it when they killed my man? What about our son when they killed him? Did they let God handle that? No, God ain't going to handle nothing. The only guy I'm gonna handle the night is me. I'm gonna be the one to decide their fate. I snatched away from her and walked out the door. Behind me, she fell to her knees, screaming for me to come back. But it was too late. I was on a mission. And the next time she saw me, it was gonna be blood all over my hands. That's what I got.
0: All right. All right. That's all, what my I got. all right. Okay. <laughs> So Cast I down. had to give somebody y'all a little cut of stuff. Yeah. Cast you somebody already know somebody's going to die. Somebody's
8: going to die. somebody going to get their head split and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it was going down. Either I got my Afro wig on. I got my gad. I got my boots and my flashlight. And I ain't going out there looking for no change on the ground. I'm going to put somebody on the ground. So now before you step out,
1: is. I got one more question for you. I think we've talked about this before, but now that you're actually in the process of writing, how has how has your style changed? Uh how has your, your pen style changed since you've been home?
8: Uh well, I don't the, the, the thing that I can say changes I've been home and this is because I haven't put a book out yet to really say but just in writing. The only thing is that I can see now different styles, different things that's going on, more technology, so I can incorporate more of what's going on today into my stories. So that way, since I've been out, it'll change. And then just over the course of me writing and even uh, being at home, uh, I think that when it comes to uh, the female characters in my book, I think as each day go by, each month, I learn more things about uh women than I knew before, so it's just not like, you know, the typical thing you would expect a woman to do, because I've just learned over the time, since I've been away, that women have advanced themselves so much more, and so that helps me with my creati- creativity with, you know, the female characters, so I would think that that's how my opinion has changed since I've been home, just because I'm out here now, and I can see how things have uh, evolved.
1: Okay, absolutely, and we get excited when you get in creative mode, we know that that book coming out, whatever you have coming out for 2020 is going to be mind-blowing, all the readers are going to be excited, because I'm excited, and it ain't even here
5: yet.
8: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I'm going to definitely be doing you know what I'm saying, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a going to give them some, so they understand one of the guys, I've been in the game uh, a lot of years before with e-books or anything like that, so... I'm am going to give them a story, you know what I'm saying, a real good story uh-huh. from beginning to end with strong to building and suspense and everything. So they can definitely expect my best.
1: Well, you know, I just want to let you know that T and I, we have some really good eyes and we love we love literary snacks. So if you need to utilize our eyes uh, on, as you build your character and um, develop your work, just feel, feel free to let us know. We, we don't mind. Everything. Oh,
8: I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely will. No doubt.
1: Well, Chief, we so appreciate you coming to Kicking with us in the chat room. Shout out all of your social media. And we want you to shout out the event in um Virginia again for those who are just tuning in.
8: All right. Well, y'all yeah, know this is Cass, CEO of Lockdown Publications. You can find me on Facebook up under Cassius Alexander or Cash Alexander. Our website is LockdownPublications.com. You'll find a list of all our books there. That's our website. It has uh, covers where you can purchase the books and everything. On Instagram, it is also Lockdown. You can find us on Instagram there. We also have a page, Lockdown Publications, on Facebook. And so on all media sites, uh, social social media sites, you can find us under Lockdown Publications. Uh, Again, uh, I'll be in... Virginia, Richmond, Virginia, September 21st, 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock at the Richmond Public uh, Main Library. So I hope y'all get a chance to come there if you're coming from Richmond or uh, anywhere close around. Come and see me, signing books and everything, and I just want to get a chance to meet y'all face-to-face. I thank y'all for having me on again, and keep y'all doing y'all thing, ladies.
1: Well, thanks again for joining us tonight, Cash.
8: All right, y'all have a great evening.
0: You okay, too. You too.
8: All right, good night.
1: That was hey, fun, early. see. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like being able to just when we have those shows that are just super fun, where we could just be fun in literature, we can just be readers and be able to experience authors at mm-hmm. their best. So we appreciate mm-hmm. Nene and Cash coming to kick it with us and talk jive and just have a good old time in literature with us today in the chat room. Shout out to 410 Hazy for dropping all of that lyrical knowledge on us, sharing his music with us and his time. Make sure you check out our archives here on blogtalk.com as well as iTunes and now iHeartRadio. Absolutely. Make sure you follow us, like our pages, our social media pages. We are less Chat across the board because that is the beauty of branding lease. That's one thing that we have learned is branding. So follow us on Less Chat across all social media. Absolutely, absolutely. And we will see when we will not see y'all until October.
5: hmm
1: We will see uh, y'all in so October, but we have a, a jam-packed schedule for October, so I'm excited. But so make sure you check out our replay. We'll be posting past shows, so in case you want to hear it again, just click on the link that we dropped, and we will see you guys in October. Good night. Good night, everybody.